to GCH a broadcasting fee, and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. All right. It is officially summer, ladies and gents, and summer means sidewalk sales. In case you haven't been in Greenwich, <laughs> it's currently going on. What other towns too, right? Yes, other Darien, towns. Yep. Westport. Is well, that right? I believe last. I think last week. One of them was last week. I don't think oh. Darien is this weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, last weekend. Although I've, you know, uh, that's I live up in that direction, um, and I'm in Westport all the time. Westport, Greenwich, Darien, New Canaan. I'm kind of in at least twice a week, three if not three, um, and. One of them, I think Westport was last week, yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. But it gets confusing because now yesterday I was also in Westport. I was working in Westport, and I had to pass through the town, and some stores had things out on the sidewalk. But it wasn't the official sidewalk sale. I, this I know. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess well, they're – It's funny you should say that because we noticed that uh, although the official start to the sidewalk sales here in Greenwich was Thursday, yeah. there were tents up on Wednesday and stores utilizing the tents. On Wednesday. Yeah. Interesting. So it's extending. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely the best uh, best time to buy certain things. And this is my thought on the whole sale subject. And by the way, I had this conversation with a very dear friend of mine uh, who owns a store, Couture Dossier, right here on the Greenwich Avenue. And so she's a store owner. And from her perspective, it was a little bit different. But I think that's because of the type of business she has. It's not really that deep inventory, you know, put sale stuff out type of business. Hers is more specialized. You go in there for a unique piece. It's one of a kind pieces. So it's not really, although they are participating, of course, in the sidewalk sale. But it's um, not your typical store for for that type of sale. But we were talking about it, and we were saying how really it's great for Greenwich. It attracts people from all over. Yeah, it's a very good marketing uh, tool. Yeah, yeah. And now, do they advertise? They yes. must. Oh, yeah. Because how, how would these people know? Right. I mean, I've seen signs around. I've seen advertising in papers. They have an ad running, which I voiced here on the radio station. Okay. But I think more like, so. I'm thinking social media. I'm thinking to get, because I understand there's people that come from not just like, let's say, Westchester. I understand it's from New Jersey and from all different... Well, I thought, wow. They're claiming it's the biggest um, sidewalk sale in Connecticut. Okay. Um, yeah, so there must be a major marketing campaign. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Well, that's great for Greenwich. I think it's good. Um, here's my thoughts on it. I, I love it. This great. is what we want to hear. This, right. I'll tell you right now. I hate it. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm getting right to the front. <laughs> um, it's not that I don't love a sale. I do love a sale. However, maybe I'm biased because I'm here. I work here. You know, I feel like this is partially my town. Um, it gets a little hectic. Not just the traffic, but the people. It does get a little, and it kind of takes the fun out of it. And so I'm not that type of gal that's the the bargain hunter. However, that being said, it's not that I don't appreciate something a good sale, but I would rather it be in not such a crowded time. So if I am, I love a good flea market. I love a good estate sale. Uh, I love a good, you know, trunk show, whatever it is. But those are like more isolated events, not where everyone is coming. So if I have to kind of battle a crowd, I'm not interested. I'll actually pay double the price if I don't have to do that. (laughs) I don't mind. So So maybe there's a position here 
for someone to shop for people. Well, yes. <laughs> and hopefully yeah. people aren't calling me. No, actually, uh, truth be known, it's uh, honestly in my business, it, it usually isn't that. My client is looking for the opposite, the exclusive piece, the right. piece that's not on sale, the piece that n- not everyone's going to have. And that's really what the um, epitome of my job is, to find those special pieces for the for the right person, the right fit, and to kind of put that together, you know, of the, the style, the, the, the pieces that make the style that then make the person or help enhance the person's personality. So it's really opposite of... A sale. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. But that being said, it's not to say um, you can't find good things. I think when you go to this type of thing, you've got to go with just almost no expectations. And just that way it feels good when you do find something as opposed to really trying to look for one thing or, you know, a certain thing. Um, and, and then I think, uh, and by the way, here's the other thing. My grandmother used to say this. It's not a sale if you don't need it. And I, I'm like, oh, right. We tend to, oh, it's on sale. Let me buy it. But do you really need it? Right? right. Exactly right. So there's So many that. pieces of clothing come home that are never worn again because, well, I really didn't want that. Right. Yeah. You were attracted because the, which the, then the retailer did its job. Oh, yeah. And so, um, so, you know, that's my take on it. I, I don't mean to sound like a, a Debbie Downer, but it's not to say that the sidewalk, I, I think here's the thing. If I didn't do what I did for a living, I probably would have a different perspective. I probably have a different opinion about it. And if I were going to go to the sidewalk sale, I would just go really early, like first day really early or second day really early, kind of go in, do my thing and get out. And, and that's it. Me, on the other hand, personally, I, you know, I've seen everything. So there's really not much out there that well, you could enhance. That, that's good. It should make the shopping easier. Right, right. So, you know, I'm already looking at fall and purchasing and fall. And, you know. that That's what would bother me, going to one of those affairs and feeling like, okay, I hope I don't miss anything because there's so much stuff to see. Right. And then the next step is I, I want too much of this stuff now. Right. It gets overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I can understand that. But again, you know, if I were going just for fun, maybe with a girlfriend, and I stumbled upon something, oh, this is cute, all right, I'll buy it, you know, it's on sale, where there's no expectation. I think sometimes people go in with an expectation that they have to get this, this, and that, and, Mm. you know... I like to get my size. Usually, generally speaking, my size sells out quickly in the stores that I like to shop at. So, you know, not not that coupled with the fact that, yeah, I'm usually shopping the season before. But again, that goes back to what I do for a living. So, you know, I yes, I'm already shopping fall. I am, <laughs> I am. but I'm still very much appreciating the summer weather, the summer trips I've got planned, the packing that I'm doing, the outfits that I'm wearing. I'm st- obviously still wearing summer. I'm just planning ahead for the fall because I know there are certain pieces that, you know, are selling out or on pre-order already. You know, and uh, when they come in, they'll probably sell out from certain certain retailers. So, and I'm I'm just. Loving suede, as always. I'm not, I'm not wearing it yet, but I'm just loving suede. And I've, I've uh, recently came across a couple of suede pieces. Suede blazer, a camel suede blazer. So how are they doing suede differently this time? Well, uh, so far I haven't seen anything different other than just color. Is it thinner, possibly, or um, is it mixed with spandex? Maybe, uh, of course. You, how do you how do you do that with? I you guess might you can't be able do that. to. Maybe on the inside somehow. I don't know. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen anything different yet, other than color. I've seen really beautiful gem tone saturated color. So I saw a dark plum suede blazer that Ooh. was, and what I loved about it is a classic cut. It's very tailored. 
um, just regular, not a huge collar, not a skinny collar, just a regular size collar, classic, beautiful tortoise buttons. I mean, it was really pretty. Something that is timeless. It's definitely not trendy. So um, I saw that, and I also saw it in camel, and I saw it in navy blue. Navy blue suede is gorgeous, by the way. Mm. I feel like that could be... I'm just thinking here that could be something you take into the holiday season as opposed to wearing black to a holiday event. You could do a navy blue suede or a velvet would be gorgeous. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So let me ask you, would you rather shop a good sale in person or shop non-sale items online in the comfort of your home? Non-sale items in comfort of my home. <laughs> For me, anyway. I agree. Because I don't love the crowds that much either. I shouldn't say I don't. There are occasions when I kind of find it fascinating to be in that larger group of people. Okay. And it's generally when I'm not particularly thinking about the shopping. So I'm thinking to myself, what else is interesting about this? And that's right. when I start noticing the people. Yeah, yeah. But if uh, I'm really wanting to do shopping, then it's, then they're kind of in the way. Yeah, it's a task. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I agree. Because I'm thinking about... For example, flea markets. And uh, I love the Pasadena flea market at the Rose Bowl. Once, probably about once a year I get to go to it because it's not hmm. – it's, you know, like on a Sunday, once – I think the first Sunday. And so I happen to be out there. Sometimes I'll catch it. And it's huge. But, yes, there are a lot of people, but they're dispersed. So it's not – I mean, there might be a, a little crowd at a stand, but you can just keep on moving, you know. So it's it's different. It is a crowd. It's a long walk. If you get there, even if, if you don't get there early enough, you know, you're parking and you're walking in. And there are a lot of people, definitely. But somehow it's different. It doesn't bother me, I guess. But, again, I guess it's because it's a, it's an ongoing thing and they're sort of dispersed out, you know, the, the crowds. I, I wonder know. if it's going to get to the point where they have to close the street down. Greenwich Here, Avenue. Greenwich yeah. Ave. You know, I'm surprised they don't, actually. Well, it, it, it would take away a fair amount of the parking. Right. And parking is always a, a commodity hard to come by around here. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. I guess they couldn't do that. Right. Yeah, I don't. Mm. I don't. Mm. I don't know. Well, let's hope not. <laughs> 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 then it's really hard. And luckily, to get here, we know all the back ways of getting here and mm. you know as soon as i turned on the street right here i thought because uh, normally the parking right in front of us is all open and it was all taken i thought oh my gosh it's only nine o'clock mm. all right well anyway hopefully if you are brave enough to go and shop the sale um hopefully you score something fabulous and uh you know share it with w- share it with me tag me on instagram or twitter i would love to see it actually now that i think about it yeah you'd love to be proved wrong Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm yeah. just saying I'm not a fearless leader into the into the wild. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm not. So other people probably are. And uh, yeah, it's the crowd thing. You're right. It's the crowd thing. I have to say, I think it's that. Um, and it's to, it's also like picking through the stuff. Sometimes I get like a little creeped out by that. Like if oh. you're talking about clothing, mm. everyone's hands are on it. Even if you're you know you're gonna wash it when you get home, there's something about that. Like it's <laughs> laying on a table. People are digging through it. I don't know. I just don't love that. <laughs> I don't love that idea. Here's the other thing. I also feel that depending on what it is, most things. It's almost as if, this is going to sound silly, it's almost as if I don't respect it. You know, like I'm kind of like, yeah, well, whatever. I got that at the sidewalk sale. Like it, it loses its luster for me. Maybe mm. that's a better way to put it. All right. And I'm just kind of like ho-hum about it. Um, unless it's something really great that's you know, hard to find. Well, which, that, that's probably really the only thing you should buy is that really great thing that's always hard to find. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's true, true. 
All right. Well, anyway, in fashion news, I have a little something fun to to share. So J. Crew is officially in the plus size game. Oh. So um, I was reading up on this. Um, so available. Okay. Uh, jersey dresses, jumpsuits, tees, seersucker dresses, all of the fun things, obviously knit cardigans, all available up to size 32. How fantastic is this? Uh, it is a 37-piece capsule collection with a uh, you know, wide variety of their classic silhouettes, timeless silhouettes, which, of course, we know J. Crew is known for. Um, and, and apparently this is just a small piece of a much larger initiative, um, the collaboration is a part of a bigger rolling out for J. Crew, and this summer and fall, you'll begin to see more of your favorite J. Crew styles in additional sizes and accessible to more people as they work towards inclusive sizing across categories. So that's pretty exciting. Um, I kind of think like, wow, they weren't doing that already, but I guess they weren't. Hmm. I know they've always had petite sizing. Uh, but I didn't really realize they didn't have plus size. They didn't have larger sizes. So so that's fantastic, I well, think. Um, means they're getting into the 21st century. Yeah, yeah. Because I good mean, grief. How many stories have you seen about how our society is over more overweight than it's ever been before? Yes, yes. And not to mention that, there's that. And then there's also the fact that retailers, as we know, a lot of retailers are going out of business. Shopping has changed dramatically, you know, because of shopping online, the internet, social media. I mean, our shopping habits for most people, myself included, have changed dramatically. So you see a lot of stores going out of business, a lot of brands not making it because they don't have that online presence and they don't have the social media following, um, which at this point, I feel like you're behind the eight ball. You're behind if you if you don't. You've got to have a social media presence if you're a retailer. Um, so I know myself that I definitely, obviously don't strictly shop that way. But that's that's become almost social media has become like my new version of a magazine. Don't get me wrong. I love. I still pick up a magazine. I still love the glossy pages of Vogue. To me, that's like my bible. I love it. However. More often, I now it's just like to pass the time in the airport or while I'm on a flight. Um, I'm looking at social media and to see, okay, what at this brand at the, and I follow all the brands or the influencers or the editors, and I'm looking at what's coming in. In fact, I just started following a salesperson at Barney's recently because they're smart. They're a salesperson. They don't own Barney's. They're not Mr. Barney. And they're posting all new shipment that's coming in. And I saw a pair of shoes that I want to buy. <laughs> so of course, immediately, he's very liked it and sent a message to him. How much? Now, is the company paying them to do that? No. Should be. Should be. Well, here's the thing. Because they make commission. Look what they're doing for the company. Right. But they, well, they get paid. So then they get paid commission. Oh, all right. All right. They're helping so themselves So they're helping as well. themselves. Yeah. Right. Which is smart. It's mm-hmm. a smart idea. Um, but, and my girlfriend said the same thing, who is in LA. She saw the same picture. So think about this. Now we're on two sides of the country. She saw the same picture. She liked it as well. Tagged me. I mean, within seconds, we were talking about this pair of boots that we both want and could easily both have. You know, um, within who knows how many, if we contacted the salesperson and said, you know, how much and do you have my size? I could easily in, a, in, in 30 seconds have my car, you know, call the guy, give him my credit card and the stuff could be shipped to me all in under a minute. If you think about that, all, because I saw a picture. And still, if you're somebody who feels they have to go try them on first anyway, you still have skipped over an awful lot of shopping. Exactly. 
and exactly. saved yourself a lot of time. And you still go down to the store, you try them on. And, right. All right. Right. Which is probably more likely what I would do. I probably wouldn't just have them shipped to me unless it was something that I've tried on before. Mm-hmm. And no. But this particular was a new boot by Chloe. And it was, oh, it was gorgeous. And uh, yeah, it was so, uh, I did not buy it, by the way. But oh. I probably will go try it on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, by the way, I wanted to mention, we talked about this last week. We were talking about Wimbledon. The semifinals is happening today. I'm very excited. Sad but excited because Roger Federer's not in it. But we were talking about his Uniqlo deal, right? Yep, right. So it's $300 million for 10 years. I looked it up. Wow. $300 million. And But hold on. Here's my thing. He's how old isn't he? Like 36? 46? No, 36. He must be 36. Okay. Him. Okay, 36. 10 years. I'm like. Is he going to be playing tennis that long? <laughs> so I, I'm sure there's some sort of deal, you know, if he's not and he's still oh. going to make it. I don't know. But I thought, wow. And I also thought about this because I'm watching Wimbledon, looking at the all whites, loving it. Just the logo. Nike has just orange, an orange logo. Asics, black. I saw um, I saw even Porsche. One girl was wearing something that said Porsche in black. Um mm-hmm. I was thinking about how this is where the athleisure trend gets a huge influence. Professional sports. You think about that. Or maybe even, no, probably that way, not vice versa. Um, because a lot of things we're seeing in athleisure where it's athletic-based. So if it's a windbreaker, if it's cargo pants, or if it's running track pants, that's obviously athletic. However, it's turned a little on its side, and it's become more fashionable. You know, it's different color stripes. It's not so practical. You don't actually work out in that gear. It's more, again, the street style. Mm. So I just wanted to point that out. And by the way, I'm going to have more on this topic next week. I sat down with my friend Cole Clements, who is a stylist in Manhattan. We talked about this very thing. So you don't want to miss next week's show. Um, we were actually in Manhattan. We were on location, as we like to say, and street people watching. Street, mm. Yeah, is that what I want to say? Street, definitely looking at street style. And uh, we talked a lot about that. So All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and when we come back, stylish pieces with staying power. That's my title of the next segment. You won't want to miss uh, that on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, so that was my little blip about athleisure. I just wanted to get that in because I, as I'm watching, as, uh, as you said, Bob, specifically uh, sports that don't where you don't have to wear a uniform. Right. 
is is agree. I feel like that is definitely a huge influence on athleisure. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, where, where then it gets a twist and it becomes not so practical, but it's um, more fashionable, fashionable piece, a mm-hmm. fashionable whatever it is, insert, you know, tennis skirt or windbreaker or T-shirt or whatnot. Uh, the golf clothing. The golf clothing. Um, and that, yeah. And then, you know, we see it in different colors or, you know, non-traditional colors or whatever it may be. And, um, you know, or just sneakers. Think about the world of sneakers, how much that has changed. I mean, you're wearing a slip-on sneaker now. Mm-hmm. I have a very similar sneaker, same style we compared recently. And, uh, you know, who would have thought mine has a platform? You know, right there. So it's athleisure trend. It almost reminds me of a scuba. Remember when the first high heel sneakers came out? Yes. And what? Everybody was like, what are you, nuts? Yes, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, now look what we're all wearing. Yeah. You know, chunky, chunky sneakers. Um, but yet they're, they're a throwback that's redone. You know, it's supposed to be that 90s version or 80s version redone and remixed. So um, interesting, very interesting. I was wearing those sneakers the other yesterday, in fact, and I got stopped, as I always do, about those sneakers. You hmm. know, and they said they look so comfortable, and I said they absolutely are. You know, that whole slip-on with no laces and a little platform on the bottom right up my alley. I love it. <laughs> All right. So I've got for you, I have for you some stylish, stylish pieces with staying power. Just a couple of things. And I, I call it this because this is, these are not trendy pieces. These are things I've been thinking about regardless of whether it's spring, summer, fall, winter. Um, these are pieces you should definitely have in your closet. No question. And they're not just the basics. So I'm not going to talk white shirts or denim shirts. I'm talking a double-breasted blazer. Okay. First of all, let me say this. I just recently bought my first double-breasted blazer. And here's why. I didn't love it. I love the look. Absolutely love the look. It's definitely more of an 80s look, but I like... It's not so boxy now. It's a little bit more tailored. Um, For me, it was a lot of fabric. For me, I'm a petite girl, so I like the look on other people. But here's how I'm going to wear it. I tried one on. It's white. It's all white, which I love for the summer. And it is a linen blend. So it's not just linen where it's going to wrinkle in a second. It was a blend, which I thought, oh, really nice fabric. Um, The cuffs I can roll up and the lining peeks out, which is a little navy blue pinstripe. And I'm going to wear it open, just not close it. Well, that's an interesting choice because – that's one of the things about the double-breasted jackets for guys that they don't hang very well when you don't yes. button them. Right. They hang they, yeah, odd. They, yeah, they seem very ungainly. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, but I tried this on, and it looked great, I think because it was a little more tailored. So uh-huh. it wasn't that traditional boxy style that we're used to. I liked it open. Okay. Because it almost, it was a little bit oversized, almost looked like a you know what they would call a boyfriend jacket. So that a little oversized that's very trendy I right now. I see what you're saying. And then I took it home and I buttoned it up and I took a wide belt and put it over it and I still loved it. And I wore it with a skinny jean. So I was, so it was more volume on top. So I made sure the bottom stayed small. So a skinny jean, a high heel, belted. It really looked great. And I was so happy that I styled it two ways. (laughs) Um, But this is a way you can wear it. So I like this. I thought, and I didn't spend a lot of money on it in case I really hate it in four months. And, you know, I can just consign it or give it away or whatever I want. Or maybe it just goes to the back of the closet. Um, I bought it at Topshop. uh, Or the opposite, if I really love the way it looks and I find myself wearing it, I'll buy another one, you know, maybe a fall, fall blazer, you know, something a little heavier material. 
Uh, utility. I'm calling the second category utility. So that's cargo pants, cargo jacket, anything that's that would be categorized as utility. Um, Which means just more pockets, doesn't more it? More pockets, yes. But here's how I would wear it and why I think it's a it's a good piece to have in your closet. So cargo pants goes a long way. I love cargo pants with a silky tank top and a little jet leather jacket. It's very sort of on trend right now and a heel or a wedge. Um, the cargo jacket, I love. To, I love. I styled a, a client like this the other day um, over a slip dress. So that very sort of lingerie trend that's happening as well. It's tricky to pull off. You can look like you're in your PJs. Um, but if you layer over it correctly, so you want to sort of uh, do something a little more upscale, I would layer something like cashmere or something a little bit more richer. You want to go more casual, a cargo jacket is really cute over a slip dress. Hmm. Uh, also, sequin top and jeans. I love this. A cargo jacket. Again, it's that sort of utility look meets sort of sequin glam. Jeans keeps it daytime appropriate. Very casual look, but fun. It's really fun. Uh, the third thing I have, good old straight leg jeans. Oh, my gosh. I feel like we talk all the time about the skinnies and the wide leg and this and that and the frayed and the embellished what happened to straight leg jeans? <laughs> we forgot about them. Um, and whether they're cropped or they're frayed or they're patched or they're embellished, whatever it may be, because there's all of that out there now. Don't forget a really good just straight leg jean, just uh, average waist, not high waist, not low waisted um, or low, low rise, just average waist um, straight leg jean. And then lastly, the leather blazer. Oh, love this. Um, besides when it's a heat wave, you really can wear this anytime and you can throw it over anything. A leather blazer is office appropriate. It's cocktail party appropriate. It's jeans and a t-shirt, you know, having coffee. It's pick up the kids at school. It's really anywhere a leather blazer. And I'm saying a, something a little bit more tailored. So it really can look pulled together. So if, if you're wearing a rock concert t-shirt and a pair of jeans, you throw in a leather blazer, now you look really cool and pulled together. You don't look sloppy. Um, same thing over a little black cocktail dress. Throw it over your shoulder or put it on again now you look very chic and uh you know you still have something over your shoulders so leather blazer i'm a big fan whatever color you choose black is always safest uh, but maybe try something like camel or navy and uh yeah those are my pieces that i'm loving right now that you absolutely must have in your closet that i think are going to go a long way and uh you can certainly mix in and wear in any any season so, um, especially the upcoming season for fall. And I think all of those pieces I me mentioned will absolutely do double duty. You'll get a lot of wear out of all of it. Um, in, uh, again, unless it's like extreme weather, like freezing cold or freezing or, or boiling hot. So um, try mixing some of those pieces in. Let me know how it goes. Don't forget to follow me on social media. It's at Wardrobe Envy on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for joining me. Join me next week when my friend Cole Clemens, you won't want to miss his opinion about the athleisure trend next week on Fashion Friday on 
The station you grew up with, 1490 WGCH Greenwich. U.S.-U.K. on the world stage. Russia investigation heats up. I'm John Trout. President Trump at a joint news conference with Britain's Prime Minister revealed topics they discussed in private. Trump says he wants to improve trade relations with the U.K. The Prime Minister and I also discussed Iran. We both agree that Iran must never possess a nuclear weapon. Trump thanked Theresa May for contributions to NATO defense spending. The U.K. is one of the handful of nations, five out of 29. Not good, but it's going to get better really fast. In addition to the United States meeting the 2% GDP minimum defense spending commitment. The topic of immigration came up during a reporter's question and answer session. What is important is that we have a set of rules that enables us to determine who comes into our country. And, of course, that is what, as a government, we have been doing for a number of years and will be able to continue to do in the future. Theresa May, President Trump.